Brian Brannon is the lead singer and a founding member of the seminal skate punk band JFA, also known as Jody Foster's Army. He was also an editor of the skate and lifestyle magazine Thrasher and currently a chief petty officer in the Naval Reserves. Brian has toured the world both with his band and with the Navy. Let's begin the conversation. I am Bill Cody, the producer of the Chris Kirkwood podcast, here with my host, co-host, the namesake of the show, Chris Kirkwood. Hello, Bill. Thank you very much. I am Chris Kirkwood, and this is the Chris Kirkwood podcast. And tonight, why don't you introduce our guest? All right. All right. Known them. I will this indeed. Is... This is a treat for me to have our guest here tonight. as one of my old, oldest punk rock pals, somebody that I've known since both of us were considerably younger Brian Brannon from JFA, Jody Foster's Army. And Brian, thank you for coming down and welcome to the show. I'm so pleased to be here. I'm, I'm really just more happy to talk to you, Chris. I don't even oh, know, yeah. know much about what this podcast is about. I'll probably nah. go back and listen to some old ones, but I'm just happy to talk to you. Absolutely. Well, that's the cool thing. Like, we're, you know, that's the cool thing about having a podcast. You know, suddenly it's a, it's like, you know, Getting to talk to people that I've known for a long time, but also meeting, you know, getting to talk to folks that I haven't known at all, you know. But you and I have, have gone back. We go back quite a long ways. And JFA started in Phoenix right around the same time that the Meat Puppet started, you know, pretty close in there. And my JFA ex- story, there's a couple of them. Remember, uh, Don was playing, Don Pendleton, the guitar player from JFA, was playing in, like, the D's, right? That's right. Right? And, and the D's were this band that was formed out of a, uh, this, this, like, art house. It was a house. It was actually a house. that like, these arty, like, it was all, like, gay dudes and junkies and shit, <laughs> you know? It was pretty, yeah. it was crusty, you know? Yeah. And they called it the hate house, right? So, you know, and, uh. We were kind of scared of it, you know. Me puppets were kind of, you know, we were kind of, <laughs> we were kind of lightweight, right? I remember we one of our first gigs. We had a gig, and we wanted to like flyer it. Remember flyers, you know? Oh, yeah. We used to like put, you know, paper like paper flyers, right, and say, "Hey, we got a gig." I wanted to put some at the hate house. We drove up there. And we sat outside for a while, and then we were like, fuck it. We ran up in the front yard and threw one to the yard and then ran back to our car and drove away, right? So... The D's were kind of formed out of there. There was a guy, Rick Bertoni. Remember Rick? Yeah. You know? And uh, the D's stood for Delouded, right? The uh, D was from fucking Delouded's, right? Which is a drug, right? Delouded's are a drug. Yes, it is. It's, a, it's an opiate. It's a synthetic opiate. And it's a goddamn good synthetic opiate, <laughs> depending on how you look at it, right? So fucking Rick had figured out this, this, this like... Just this, you know, he figured out that if you, you looked into the obituaries, this is what he was doing. He was looking into the obituaries. You know about this? He was looking no, into the, the, he was looking into the obituaries, right? And he would find uh, people that, like, thanked this particular oncology ward, right? Right. right? <laughs> so people that had died from cancer. Right. You know? and, then, and then he would see when they're, and they would say services would be held at this particular time, right? And so then he would go. To their house. To their house. <laughs> and break into their fucking house, right? 
because they're dead, right? They're yeah, they dead. don't need it no more. They don't more. need it no more. They're fine. They're, they, and he wasn't stealing nothing else. I mean, no. he was real chill about it. He was just after yeah. that one thing, you and know. I was gonna miss it, you know. And uh, and he would cop those D's, you know. And uh, <laughs> so that was the D's, right? So the D's were around, and then Mike Cornelius was around, the bass player from JFA. Yeah. And Mike was playing in. Uh, the fucking junior chemist. That's right. Ninety miles in every direction. You know, this is just this is this is the cool like second wave of Phoenix punk rock in a way. You know, the consumers. You know, uh, uh, the the feeders. You know, there's yeah. some stuff that kind of preceded us, but suddenly there's this other stuff coming along, and so at a point then I got a job working at Beef Eaters in Phoenix on Camelback, right? Mm -hmm. Remember Beef Eaters? Yeah, I know, where the, right. I know where this is going. Parking cars, right? Yeah, yeah. And so who else got a job in there? And not only Don Pendleton, the eventual guitar player from JFA yeah. and the guitar player of the D's, but also fucking Danny Moped, right? That's right. Dear Moped. sweet Danny. Love him. Danny's fucking... So we're <laughs> rocking the fucking uh, parking lot out of Beef Eaters. And the dude that was the boss of that place, right? Our boss at the, out in just the little parking lot thing, was a guy that my brother got into high school with, you know? And his little brother I got into high school with, the Burks, you know? Brady Burke and 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 the and other Burke. Those are the guys. Anyways. Jack? Jack Burke? Jack Burke. No, no, Jack. not Jack Burke. Different no. Jack. Just different Burks, all together and entirely. Right. Just a brophy connection. Right. It was a brophy connection. It just happened to be that extra little yeah. leg of connection. So suddenly, you know, Burke one day tells me, my boss tells me, I just hired this guy, and he's a musician. He, he knew I was, and he was just on Channel 8. And I was like, huh. And I think, I think like the D's or something had gotten on TV or, wow. or some, maybe some, what else, some, what else, one of those other bands that Don was playing in. The Punk Menace, right? Like a news, news show. Something. It was like on Channel, it was on PBS, right? It was on Channel 8. And uh, so I'm like, huh, I wonder about that. And then it turned out to be Don. And make the, I gotta shorten the story. So fucking, uh, one day Don and I were working the same shift. And Don asked me, do you want to start a skate punk band? He asked me that, <laughs> right? And he, he's, and he said, you know, you think you and Derek would? Remember Derek, our, our drummer yeah, Oscar, yeah, right? From the yeah, fucking Meat Puppets, yeah, right? Yeah. So I was like, man, I don't skateboard, right? Yeah. You know? So I think it would be disingenuous of me to play in a skate punk rock band. Wow. And so I declined. So that's like see that you know? see you're you are a man of integrity. There are a lot of people in skate punk bands today that don't feel that same way as you do. Right, right. And I've got in trouble for calling them out, and I will continue you to get in trouble see for calling that? them out. Yeah. And and you aren't getting in trouble. What you're doing is you're fucking building upon your integrity, right? You're showing them up for their fuck who the fuck they are. You know, that's right. So and you know and and I I saw it back then, and I just went ahead and said you know I'll I'll call them, you know I'd like to play you know I. I'd have done it, but for the for that reason, I did not. Right. So the next thing you fucking know, what happened? How did JFA start? Well, so then it was Michael Cornelius, also known as Chicken Butt. Chicken we? Butt. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think uh, uh, the decline of Western civilization flea goes, guess what? What? Chicken butt. There you go. <laughs> so I don't know if that was a reference to Mike or if it was just some random thing. So. So Don and Mike uh, got together, and then there's this kid, Mike Spearsvold. Right. Right. And he was like kind of a shaved head kid running around with all the punk rockers. He was young. Oh, yeah. He was actually older than me, so careful. Yeah. He was like, Bam Bam's older than you. He's a month older, yeah. Oh, he's a month older. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so he was a local at High Roller Skate Park. 
Okay. And that was that was the Phoenix skate park where all the kind of the you know the hardcore guys kind of came from because they were all listening to you know early Black Flag and you know adolescence all the kind of you know Southern California punk rock that was going on. So they got together and they needed a singer. And Michael Cornelius had run into me at this ramp out in uh, in in Scottsdale that I helped build. And so one night I had snuck out my window to get a ride with these older chicks to the hate house. My first time at the hate house. Awesome. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is this? Like, well, you're like 15? I was 14, yeah. Was Fort like, fucking D. Yeah, I think I was like, like, third, <laughs> like 14 and a third you know what i mean so so i'm like there's all these like dirty smelly stinky punk rock doing all kinds of weird stuff and you know scary but i was i was going with it you know some bands are playing and uh i see michael cornelius you know and he's all hey aren't you brian yeah we skated together I'm like, yeah 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 so hey we're starting a, a punk band we want to do skate rock we want to do you know skateboarding and punk music we need a singer do you want to? Do you, do you think you could sing? We need somebody who can scream. Can you? Can you scream? I go. Hey, Mike, come here. Right in his ear. I was in. Plus, plus, I had a garage we could practice. In. Plus, you had the garage, right? That's how I got. That's how I got to join the feeders. Remember, I played for the feeders. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because my mom had a truck, <laughs> and they had some gigs in California. That they needed to, you know, haul the gear in, right? Oh, so suddenly yeah. I got asked to join for a second when Danny Clark, you know, it's, it was like living out here, right? And Danny moved out here. Yeah, yeah. So fucking A, man. That is fucking sweet. Oh, see, that I learned some stuff right there. You you could have been the uh, the bass player for JFA. I absolutely could have. I mean, I mean, Donna was right out there on the on the parking lot out in, at, at Beef Eaters. Wow. You know, and Donna's like, and I was like, wow, skate, skate punk band, you know? It was like a... Seemed like a cool idea, and skating was around, you know. Yeah. But I fucking didn't skate, you know. That's, I, I, no, skateboarding's man. scary. Yeah. It's dangerous. You could you could sk- you could shin your you could skin your knee. <laughs> yeah, you could shin your knee. You too. could shin uh, your knee. Even <laughs> you could doink your noodle. <laughs> yeah. I've done all that stuff, and, and and the reason I'm still doing it today is not because I'm a good skateboarder. It's because I'm a good faller. I can fall really good. Like, I don't, you know, knock on wood, I don't hurt myself too bad when I fall. (laughs) That's the secret. Man, I, I, you know, we got in a, Kurt and I, my brother Kurt, right, guitar player for the new puppets and stuff, right, we, uh, we got in dirt bikes. I want to hear about the pink sidewalk. I want to hear about the the big wheel down the pink oh, sidewalk. Oh, the pink sidewalk. Scorpy. No, that's that's pain right there. See? Yeah, let's talk about. Let's that's talk about how it. you make pieces of your flesh come away from the body in in, in a painful <laughs> way, right? And you know, and uh, and the motherfucking sidewalk was actually pink. It was pink. Right? And we used to steal those big wheels. You know, big wheels was a wonderful thing. They were the kind of thing. It was back in a, in, a, in a gentler. Like uh, like more trusting era, you know, age, <laughs> you know, when big big wheels would be left out in front of people's houses, you know. So you just snatch the motherfucker up, take that little seat part off, and the pink sidewalk was just that thing that went down the thing. And it was the pink sidewalk was only about it was two and a half, three feet. Yeah, and it went down Squaw Peak Mountain. Yep, which had dirt and cactus on both sides. Yes, 
And I didn't see the see you guys do this, but I heard that you would ride these big wheels. It didn't happen that many times, yeah. right? Because pretty quickly we caught on. Yeah, you learned was, pretty quick. It was that. a somewhat painful experience, right? <laughs> but then we did we we realized that you could take the the motherfucking uh, big wheels out to there was this, the flumes, right? Huh? There was the flumes that was out by uh, Lake Pleasant. Right? You, you skated the Lake Pleasant pipes, or you big wheeled the. I, 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 I big wheel the flumes, baby. Dude. You know? Yeah. Take the fucker all That's the way like down to the bottom. Tony Alba, Stacy Peralta, you know? Chris Kirkwood. There you go, the, baby. <laughs> you know, the yeah, big wheel. It's the three-wheeler, though. You know yeah, I mean? The yeah. big wheel. You don't need the no, four wheels, man. Boy, that's, that's, well, that's, that's for fucking, you know? <laughs> guys, whatever, man. I'm doing three, man. <laughs> you know? And we had bikes as kids, too. You know? As kids, we had dirt bikes, you know? Yeah, and that was the thing. And I got my fucking... I realized I'm an uncoordinated ape. I'm an uncoordinated, you know, you know, I'm not going to be able to fucking do a whole hell of a lot more than wind up hurting myself, you know, going a whole lot further with bikes. Right. right? And it kind of led me into playing because I kind of got the same kick in a way out of playing music in a way, but it wasn't quite as painful, you know, because yeah, yeah. I, I crashed a few times riding bikes pretty fucking bad, you know, oh, yeah. you know, so... And that's one of the things that always just tripped me out about the whole skateboarding thing. And the whole, like, dudes, because you're, really you're a little younger than me, you know? Yeah. And there, you are, you are, you are. You know, like 15, 20 years younger than me, right? Huh? I'm, I'm, like, in my 80s right now. My, you know? <laughs> you're looking pretty good, man. <laughs> Thanks, brother. <laughs> but there's this, there's this uh, like, it had to do with, like, urethane wheels, right? Yeah. You know? Like, how'd you get into skating? <sighs> Well, I started out, um, my, I started skating just in my driveway. I lived in Long Beach and I would, uh, I started so out. So you grew up out here? Yeah, I grew up out here and then we moved to Arizona when I was about sixth grade. So I started out just kind of like laying down on the skateboard, like five years old and like pushing with my hands, kind of like you're paddling to surf, right. right? And so then after that, I got on one knee and I would hold the front of the board with two hands and run right next to it and then jump on it one <laughs> knee and then push with the other foot and, you know, go shooting the, you know, clay wheels, you hit a rock, boo! But I was Captain Kirk on the Starship Enterprise. I was, totally. Doo, 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 doo. Fucking A. Well, that's Star Wars, but you know. You know where I'm going. I, if Star Wars would have been out You're there, mobile. I would have been Han Solo. You know You're mobile. Mean? So I just, just did that. Kept doing it. But but you know what your your pink sidewalk story reminds me of a skateboarding story. Okay, so so J Janet McCracken, you remember Janet? Fucking hey, I Okay, so Janet. so Janet and I used to get along great. We go, she'd drive me everywhere. So one night I decided I want to do a midnight ride down uh, Pikes Peak. Jesus. And I right, we drive me out there in your your Volkswagen. To Pikes boat. fucking Peak. Yeah yeah yeah. We are. You ain't nothing to do. It's the middle of the night. You know, you know how it is. Right. Okay. You've been there? Yeah, yeah sure, so, sure. So we drive, she drives me up to this top of this mountain, pitch black at, at night, two-lane highway, uh, up and down, you know, kind of kind of mogul-ish, but downhill, right? So downhill, and uh, I just go, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot down it. You stay behind me with the lights on. Right. So I can see, I see where I'm going. Guide the okay? right. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I get on the board and start, start cruising you know just a mellow 30 35 you know about 35 is where you can't run it out anymore if you when you jump off any higher than that then your feet just can't keep up with you you know what i mean you're gonna you're gonna pile uh 
And so, so I'm cruising and we start going a little faster, a little faster. And all of a sudden it goes down one of these moguls. A mogul goes down. Is a mogul the right word? It's like, you know, a little hill, you know yep, what I'm saying? Yep, yep, little, yep. Little hill. So, so as I'm going down, I got the full lights. I start going up. She's right behind me. Lights are on. Then I go down it. And then her lights, lights, gone. Her lights are pointing up. Right. I'm in pitch black, man, just zooming down this two-lane highway. Hearing cacti go by, you know, dirt, rocks, right right there. And I just don't even know, just trusting in the Lord. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever, whoever you pray to, that's who I was praying to right there, man. It was like, and then all of a sudden, lights, oh, yes. And lights came on, and you yeah, were saved? Lights. No, no, because there's like 20 of these things, man. Right, no, so again, 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 again. So, luckily, it was a pretty straight, straight road. But I mean, I probably died about, almost died thousands of times. I'm just, we used to take, we when we were on tour. I almost must have died thousands <laughs> of times. No, seriously. I mean, we went on tour. I'll give you another real quick down here. I could give you downhill stories all day. But uh, so we're in Tennessee. And we're just chugging up these mountains, like after the gig on this chick's house, you know. Chug, 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 and it's like the bus is just straight. We had a big green 1964 International Harvester school bus, painted dark green, you know. Was that Tony's bus? That was Tony's bus. Yeah, okay. we toured in that full size school bus, knocked out like probably the back half of the seats, put in bunks on one side, equipment. We had a car table. It was great. You know, the only thing was there was no air conditioning. So, you know, you'd, you'd play a gig middle of the night, drink a whole bunch of whatever, and then they would drive, and you would wake up in the middle of the south at like 7 o'clock in the morning, just in a puddle of your own sweat, flies, because they always parked by a dumpster. I don't know why. <laughs> it was just, you smell a dumpster, and be so... So anyway, so we're chugging up, up this hill, and I'm all... I could feel by how slow the bus was going, this was a pretty good hill right. we're on, you know? So we get to this chick's house, and we're hanging out, and, you know, Bam's trying to hit on her or whatever. Well, hey, uh, I think there's some pretty good hills around here. You, would, would you show me one of them? Oh, yeah, come on out. So she takes me to the top of this hill, and it's, it's you know, 3 o'clock in the morning, and it's it's misty, kind of foggy out there, right? You know, <laughs> at the top of the hill. And you can only see maybe about 30 feet, and then the fog disappears. And this hill is it's a two-lane road, like a, a residential but cars on both sides. So it's really kind of just one lane, but with the bump, 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 you know, the little things in the middle. All right, so, okay. So, yeah, this is the hill. This is the biggest hill around here. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. So I'm like, hey, I think I'm gonna skateboard on, that, on this thing. Oh, no, don't, you can't skateboard on this. You'll die. I'm like, okay, well, I'll tell you what. Give me a kiss, and I won't skateboard on the hill. She goes, I'm not gonna give you a kiss. Oh. Well, come on. No, I can't give you a kiss. All right, well, I'm going to go down the hill. Don't go down the hill, you'll die. Give me a kiss. <laughs> no, I'm not going to give you no kiss. All right, I'm going down. Don't go down the hill. All right, last chance. Give me a kiss. I'm not giving you a kiss. All right, and then I, you know, I said last chance. It was okay. done. All right, so I put my board down. Soon as I lift, I got one foot on the ground, one foot on my board. Soon as I lift my foot up off the ground, I'm just like going so fast. Like I put my foot on, like I don't even, like I just put my foot wherever. It's totally wrong foot position. You know what I mean? I just, but I, that's all I could do. And I didn't want to move it because it's like really thin. I'm just going, you know, going down this hill and all this, you know, like a, a rear view mirror or, you know, side mirrors and 
fog going by my head. Jesus. And I'm going, and I look way down at the bottom of the hill, and it's a it's a T intersection. Uh-oh. Into this uh, big street, and I, I'm hoping that the light's red going the other way, but that's at least my worries because it's a T intersection that has a big old curb at the bottom, about you know three four inches, and right where I'm headed, right where this little you know one and a half lane road that I'm on tees out brick wall <laughs> so it's like i'm gonna hit the curb and i'm this i'm going like 45 easy if not like in the 50s right i'm like i'm gonna hit that curb get slammed off the board bam into the brick wall I'm like, holy crap <laughs> so i look to the left you know hoping for some you know some something some right. mercy some something right way out yeah and it's same thing except for it's got a plate glass window okay so, so you got to make the decision. Yeah, I'm all, whew. I think I'll take the brick wall because, you know, plate yeah. glass windows. That's gross. It's yeah. this bad scene. Yeah. So I look way to the right, and it's just like brick, 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 brick. And way to the right, there's this little alley, just like right in between, like skinny alley between these two two uh, buildings. And the thing is, is when you're going that fast, you have superhuman turning ability. Okay. Like, I mean, it was like a long turn. I mean, it was like, right. you know, 20 yards you know, in the width of just a small street that I had to turn right and then straighten out and then go on this thing. So somehow I did it just like whoosh and it's just I'm just blowing through this this gravelly rocks and broken glass are just flying up as my board <laughs> You know, and I made it and you made, made it made it walk back up the hill, took me a half hour. God damn you know, and uh and Don's making out with the chick. Yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> you, know. you know, Don was kind of a styler. Yeah, that you know? guy, man. Yeah. That Don kind of had it going on back then. Yeah, he still does. All but right, he's now. married, so we don't do it okay, no more. We, we leave that out. Don was always a very chaste man, and he, he was saving himself <laughs> for his wife. That's right. So, uh, as a little fucking kid, I'll share this with you. as my downhill experience. My mom's mom, my grandmother, and her sister, my great aunt, my mom's aunt, lived in Black Mountain, North Carolina, right? Little town outside of Asheville. And they lived at 102, 103, 108, 108 View Street. And it was at the top of a hill, right? It had a view. It had a view, view Street. Yeah, there you go. Motherfucker. So there's a hill, right? And at the bottom of the hill was like a like a, a county, county road, right? So mm. there's traffic at the end of that thing. So I'm like, I was eight, I think. And uh, I get out on, on a bicycle and start riding down that hill, and then the chain came off, right? Because it's going so fast, you know how oh, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and then boosh, the chain comes off. So that means I ain't got no, more, I don't have no, I don't have any more brakes. Brakes, you can't go right? back, do the backwards. Right, right. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, right. You're bumming. So I'm like, oh motherfucker. So my decision, I'm only eight, right? And I'm not like any, like, you know, I didn't have a lot of time to think about it, right? Because there's traffic down there at the end of the <laughs> thing. So I just go, fuck it, boosh. I pull hard to the right. And there was a like a built up, uh, like a lawn, you know, like a you know if, if a house is built on a, on a hill, you know they build it up to make yeah, it all yeah. even. Okay. Right. So there's about a, about a two and a half foot high bricks, and then it's lawn, right? And the corner comes together like that. Yeah. Right. And here's the street here and the street here, and there's you know this two and a half brick, you know, lawn built up, right? Okay. So I just pull over and bam, I hit that motherfucker, and. Go flying over the handlebars, and I was screaming, right? And I landed face first, kapow, like this, gosh, right? <laughs> like that. And uh, and I get up, and I'm like, 
ow, right? It hurt real bad. You know, I was all real skinned up. And I'm like, ow, ow. And went back up to my uh, my grandmother's house. And both my grandmother and my great aunt were, were nurses. And they looked and they saw that in the corner of my mouth, I tore my mouth open. Oof. And I needed stitches, right? Right here. Uh. So you have to go into Asheville to the, to the hospital. You get there, the doctor's examining me. And then he suddenly notices, oh, look here. And poof. <laughs> my whole, I'd torn out, right? In between, you know, your teeth, right down here, this little part, right? Oh, teeth, yeah, the little... You know, your yeah. lip and your fucking, in between your lip and your lower gum. Come together. Right, right. Yeah. You know, look, yeah. check it out. See that? Yeah. yeah. That that yeah. little... Let me show, let me show it. Let me show it. Let me get closer. Can you see here? Can you see it now? Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's not a pretty sight. You're you're happy that this is uh, <laughs> yeah, they, uh, audio only. That little, that little tendril, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That comes out like the... The, the fin. The little fin. The fin. Exactly. That, yeah. The right? so perpendicular. Because this whole motherfucking area had been turned into a pouch. And the, guy, the doctor said it was lucky that I screamed. Otherwise, I'd have torn my lips off, right? Because <laughs> 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 it was like, ah! <laughs> Good thing you screamed. Wow, oh, it took man. him like four hours, right? And I'm just sitting there going, I don't like this. You know? <laughs> As he's picking shit out of there. And at one point, he's like, oh, look at there. And he pulled out a big red ant. <laughs> Right? Just fucking nuts. And uh, I was getting ready to go to Camp Rockmont for boys. Yeah, right? The yeah. Kurt and I went to back there back in North Carolina, yeah. it, which was actually on the uh, the uh, Black Mountain Camp uh, College campus, you know, to be turned into this camp for boys, you know. Right, right. And I was getting ready to go there, and I had to eat fucking liquid food. They had to grind oh. up my food, right? Like, <laughs> here's your hamburger. <laughs> you know? And rinse my mouth out every day after meals and like with hydrogen peroxide and whatnot. So that was my downhill experience. So, <laughs> so alright, enough about that. So then, motherfucking JFA invented skate rock. Well, no. No? It's funny. It's funny. Maybe skate punk. Maybe. But there's actually a guy that's done uh, a lot of research, a uh, European dude from Germany, I think, uh, Flo, he comes, uh, Florian. Okay. Uh, but he has a skate rock book that's just a discography going all the way back to the 60s, and it lists every song that was written about skateboards oh, right. okay. from way back I got when, you. you know what I mean? Okay, so, so skate punk. Well, yeah, but I mean, there's like garage. Right. I mean, so it's a, it was really impressive, right. you know? I'm like, wow, and I want to hear some of this stuff, you know? I think we were the, the way I put it is we were the first ones to kind of fly our skate flag high in the punk rock. I movie. thought so. Huh? Yeah, yeah, because I mean, we were just, we, that was what we were about. We were about playing music for our friends who skated the high roller and you skate fucking park. Sk- and you really skated. Well, yeah, so we wanted to play the kind of music that we wanted to hear when we skated. Right. You know, like fast, loud, you know, like pump you up, go get gnarly type of thing, right. you know? So, but, but, I mean, Credit is definitely due to the big boys, who is this band from Texas, oh, Tim Kerr. Yeah, they know. were all skaters, right? And they skated together and they played music, but they just didn't go around being loudmouths about it like we did, right? So you know, if it's them before us, hey, I'm honored to be on the same mention as them. If it's us, I want to include right. them. And that so, kind of stuff, you know, who's yeah. first ever? There, yeah. you know, first, right? right. You know, right. first, except yeah. you know, and, but there's close enough to the fucking. Yeah, I mean, we were tight with them. So, you know, I mean, that, and big boys were wonderful. Yeah. The fucking big boys oh, were some good ass dudes. Yeah, still are. We hung with those so, guys like on our first so. tour. First tour, our first tour was like 
going that direction was like 82, I think, it was the first time we ran into the big boys and, like, yeah. skated their crib, you know? But we'd never had that, like, you know, you guys want to go out and skate? Maybe, like... Yeah, but, I mean, I'm sure they, like... You know? I'm sure they had, like, big old huge barbecues and, and took big old bong. The it was a bong. It was, like, <laughs> you know? That like, bong cue. You yeah, know, we were tough on that side of things. <laughs> we all good. We all good. You guys go skate. We watch yeah. you guys do that shit. Yeah, and it's sad. I mean, because the... I, I say that they're still good, you know, except for Biscuits as he passed away. He was, a, he was their singer. He was a real good yep. guy. So. Yep, Biscuits passed. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Brother Biscuits. Yes. So then you not only were seminal in, in you know, starting skate punk, then you actually went and became like one of the main dudes at Thrasher Magazine for a long fucking time, didn't you? Yeah, well, what, what happened there was uh, Don and I were both writing. We were kind of like contributing writers to Thrasher. And the thing was, was that Arizona has, it's hot, as it's you hot. know. I do indeed. There's a lot of old people. There are. A lot of rich people. A lot of pools. Yeah, and a lot of pools. And then the old people have rich people that have nice big pools and they die. <laughs> yeah, right? You go and scoop up and, their D's. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of, when you're telling that story, it's kind of the same thing as uh, as Rick, what Rick Bertoni was doing. Because right before I, I, I moved to work full time at Thrasher, I had it down to a science. Because what would happen was... Every week, the New Times Weekly would come out, or was it the New Times? Well, the, one of those papers, right. one of the papers, and they would have a list of HUD houses, housing and urban developed repossessed houses. Oh, and, man. and if they were in a certain neighborhood, you know they had a pool. Right. And if they had a pool, it had to be empty so that some kid couldn't just go in there and drown. Right. And also to keep the mosquitoes down. So I just, every, every week, I'd get this thing and we'd like, smorgasbord of pools when they finally <laughs> i mean we was i just had it down to science you know when they finally built the freeways if you remember they didn't have freeways in there for a while yeah. they just bulldozed like neighborhoods of homes for miles right. and these were in some of the nicest neighborhoods in phoenix yeah. and that's where i got really picky Right. You know, I would be like, nah, life is too short to skate crappy pools. I'll just <laughs> going over to this one. Yeah, but all these ones over, no. You know? And I'm still kind of snobbish to this day on that, you know. But I, I'll tell you a story because I was talking about, you know, how kids would, would fall in there or whatever. And there was this one, we, I call it the Frog Anthony Pool because it was an Anthony Pool, a company that makes pools. Right. And there's this big old ceramic frog on it with this tongue sticking out. We put it up at the top of the coping and deep end. Anyways, somebody went there one day and they found a dead hobo in the bottom of this Fuck. pool. Yeah, like just all just deteriorated hobo, and I don't know how long he was in there. And now, wow, and that's just wow, man. What's a hobo doing in this kind of nice neighborhood, you know? And turns out it wasn't a hobo. What it was was it was some kid skater was kid. skating in skater and kid fucked up was skating in there, hit his head or whatever, donked his noodle, donked his noodle, right? Dinked his winker, oh, and uh, and the the shape of the pool and the reflectivity of the walls just baked, baked him his ass. until he looked like he was like a, a, a wino. Yeah, because oh, his, no. his whole yeah his skin got all. Oh, oh no, the the sun out in the desert. Oh man. yeah, remember those guys? Remember those dudes? There was that fucking. Uh, <clears throat> it's a famous famous escape. It was a prison escape, and right now I can't pull the name of the family up. But the sons came and busted out their dad out of prison. The Hannigans. 
It was close to that. Okay. It wasn't we have quite a song there. about that one. It, 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 it was close. Was it them? Was it? It wasn't. I don't know. It was, don't and remember, the sons broke them out. The dad and another dude. Oh, I almost got it. And they, they like, they broke down up on the freeway. And this young marine and his wife and their child stopped to help them. Oh. And they murdered them, including oh. like the two-year-old with oh. a shotgun, oh. right? And they, and it got down to like the biggest Arizona like you know manhunt until finally they had a big shootout. The dad got away, right? But he, he didn't get too far. He got, you know, in the summertime, he got out in the desert. <laughs> and he was only like 50 yards away from like an outdoor water fountain or something, but he couldn't get up to it. And he fucking laid out there and croaked. And within just a couple of days, I remember the pictures of it, he laid there and he made a fucking, uh, uh, I'm dying of heat death angel. Like people make snow <laughs> angels. You know? Like, in, right? Right. in the rocks, oh. in the sand. It's like, it's just, the picture was just hellish. And it turned him fucking crispy black, right? Was, yeah. he, was he the one of the ones who did the was, bad thing? He's the dad that got escaped out. Yeah, he's a yeah. bad motherfucker. He right? got his just dessert. He got his just dessert. Right. Just, just this is like... Yeah. Uh, he didn't get no dessert. He got, he got fucking denied <laughs> no, dessert. No ice cream for you, <laughs> he, If you don't eat wow. your pudding, you can't have your dessert. And, you know, so... Yeah, so so the poor little dude laid down there and croaked in the bottom of a pool. That's fucking crusty. Yeah. So then I said, so you wind up actually working for for the thrash. All right. Yeah. So so thing was was you know in Phoenix I had everything down. You know, I was a kind of big fish, small pond. You know, like a skater. I had all the pools going. The band was going good. And then uh, you know San Francisco. I've been writing for Thrasher. They say, hey, we need a we need a staff writer. The guy who's here is going to college. You want to do it? I said, hell yeah. You know, I mean, your opportunity only knocks once, right? We move out to San Francisco, and it was great. I mean, San Francisco is a great town, but all of a sudden, I wasn't the you know I wasn't running things, you know, and uh, it was just I had about a year before street skating and hip hop hit. Which totally changed all the whole, everything for us punk rock, pool skaters. Right. You know what I mean. But but I had some good times out there, and uh, you know, great working with Mofo, the original uh, photo editor. Uh, you know, and, and what I did for you know, San Francisco's got hills all up the the well, yin yang. Yeah, 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 both ways up the yin yang. <laughs> yeah, sideways. up the yin and the yang. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so what I would do out there was I would go find the the bar on the top of the biggest hill. Jesus Christ. Drink there all night. Jesus, wait, dude. Wait till, wait till there are no cars out, and then just bomb that motherfucker at night, dude. It was Jesus fucking Christ. great, bro. Just like the glassy streets, like the... Oh, oh beautiful. Oh, Lord. Flowing through lights. Bro. I mean, I did that, but only in my mind, right? Like, Because actually I was on psychedelic LSD, and I was actually sitting down, but I was flying down that hill like a motherfucker. <laughs> And that's oh, yeah. a glassy town, man. That's a colorful and Oh, yeah, San Francisco's there. good. I, I, I stopped looking at women in San Francisco, though, because it was happening one too many times. I was driving down the road, and I was checking out a chick on the side. I was like, ooh, she's pretty hot. Oh! That's then, not a chick. You know, the other night, dude, I'm not, you know how old and crusty I am now? The other night, I, I was, like, talking to this girl, you know, and I didn't even out in a fucking problem or nothing, you know. I've been with my, my girl for a long time and stuff, and I was like, man, I think this girl likes me, you know. And, and I'm like, I gotta go do some shit. She's like, go come back, you know. And I, and, and I even said it. I think I told it to Danny, you know. And I think he knew. And it was, it was totally a dude. <laughs> like, come on, Which Danny. There's probably nothing know. wrong with that. No, it's, it's, like, fine, it's you know, not what you're you know, expecting. You know, either way, I mean, if she, it's like, you know, yeah, get what you catch what you can. Yeah, you know. But, uh, <laughs> and he poured in a storm. So then, like, 
What about like I mean, skateboard has blown the fuck up, right? Skateboarding is yeah. Blown. Like the X Games. It's great. I mean, was it Tony Hawk? Was that like... Uh, there was those other guys, Dogtown, those dudes, like Peralta, those guys. I yeah. Mean, I mean, it's a different era. I mean, because in the 70s, it got really big. And that was your Dogtown. That was, you know, Stacy Peralta, your uh, Powell. And it got really huge. It was on TV and everything. And then right in the 80s, right when we started playing... It just took a nosedive. They closed all the skate parks. There's insurance problems. There's always no skating allowed. Yeah, no, no skating, skating allowed. Shut up. Yeah. All the doors, yeah, you know, see bulldozers. And so, you know, when, when we were coming up, it was, you know, find, go jump over fences to hit pools. That was just fun. Yeah. That was but fun But you had to find it. your own stuff, right. you know, and you had like... Run from cops and old ladies. That's what I liked about dogs. our punk. That's yeah. what I liked about our punk rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's yeah. I mean, totally. That's what Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix was like, and it makes it makes everyone closer too because you have to be kind of an outlaw to do it. Right. So if you see someone with the skateboard and, and the hard times like that, you know their their heart's in the right place. So you're gonna call them over and, and go, yeah. And so now it's kind of you know it's kind of the bust, right? It was, and now we're in the boom times. Right. Right and skateboarding, they're talking about doing it in the Olympics. I've heard some some wow. of my pro. They built the world's best skate park right, you know, uh, a, a mile from my house. I only go there now because why do I even go anyplace else? Because it's like, you know, I mean, if I still if I'm somewhere else, but if I only got like an hour to skate, I'm going there. And all these guys that you know do these tricks that could, you know, break their everything. Are finally getting paid for it right so it's great you know and, and little kids it's it's easy there's parks everywhere so people are well which one do you like better do you like it did you like it when it was hardcore and punk or do you like it now where it's you know mainstream and i'm all i like either one man. yeah they're both the same yeah, yeah. I, I, whatever the thing is you know yeah. and that was the thing too i mean when when i was on tour i think i was probably 15 or 16 i had the great epiphany uh because we had been on tour twice touring the u.s by then no, third, I think it was maybe even the third tour. It was the second big tour, but we had done a lot. And what happened was we'd be on the road, and we'd be in some, you know, New Orleans or D.C. or some really cool place, and I'd be, I just want to go home, man. I'm grouchy, <laughs> and I'm hungry, and I just, I'm not even going to enjoy this. I just want to go home, you know. You get to that point, you know. You always get to that point. Yeah. And then we'd come home. And I'd be home for about a week. And I'd be I want to go on tour. I want to go back on the road, man. This sucks. Just sitting around here. Back, and you know, I went on the tour. I want to go. And after, you know, finally I just like looked around. Hell, man, I'm in Washington, D.C. right now with my buddies and my skateboard. It's hot. I'm hungry, but I can do whatever the hell I want. So I'm just, ha I look, for, you know, my cup is, uh, it's three quarters full, even if it's empty. You know what I mean? Fucking A. So that's, that's how I look at things. Fucking so, A. So there you go. And now, one more chapter that we need to get into is you joined the fucking Navy. <laughs> Didn't you? I, I did. I'm still, I'm still I joined the reserves uh, right after 9-11. Uh, I'd always liked ships and stuff. You know, my dad and I used to watch Victory at Sea and stuff. I mean, your dad, let me ask you this real quickly. Your folks must have been pretty chill to let you go out on tour as a fucking teenager. Yeah, they trusted Don. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta talk to your parents. <laughs> yeah. No, Don was trust too late now. Yeah. No, he, Don was a trustworthy fucking dude. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, guy. he always looked looked out for me and still, you know, I mean, he, he was good. But yeah, no, they they were totally chill. But yeah, no, what happened was, um, you know, when those planes crashed into the the towers, 
my wife woke me up at like six o'clock, which I'm not a morning person, so I wasn't I already wasn't happy, you know. And then uh, I'm like watching these planes crash into this this thing. I'm like, oh my god! And you know, it, the terrorism didn't even occur as a possibility. Until, you know, ten ten minutes watching it, and then come to find out that all the males in her family work right there in that area, and they were all wife's family. Yeah, and they were all missing that whole day, so they you know they could have been you know gone you know right. and so uh you know i just you know everyone was kind of patriotic at that point and uh you know you see people driving around with flags on their car and i just wanted to do something more than drive around with a flag on my car so I, you know did your wife actually lose any family members no so it was yeah so it was that that was good but uh no so i said hey honey i want to you know want to sign up and join the navy is that okay you know that, that's probably the the, the planets were aligned. There would be no way, you know, she would have said that otherwise because, you know, we're, you know, even my friends and even you, like, well, you're in the Navy? Wow, you know, but, I mean, it's it's been good for me. I mean, it kind of, like, I used to be a little uh, withdrawn sometimes, you know, a little quiet, and it's helped me to kind of come into my own and be confident and stuff. I've seen, you know, I've been around the world, literally, see the, you know, yeah. join the Navy, see the world I've been. Uh, Philippines, Thailand, Malaysia, Singapore, Japan, Afghanistan, <laughs> Kuwait, you know, all those places, uh, Nicaragua, Colombia, and it's great, you know, Asian. the thing is, is there's, there's a lot of people just like you and me that are, that are in the Navy. I mean, it's hard, it's skating, it's hardcore. It's hardcore, I mean, it's yeah, fucking hardcore. It's hardcore, but yeah. I mean, they're good people, and like, yeah. you know, I, I don't talk about being in the band just because I don't want to distracted and not everyone you know but people come up hey aren't you right you know like yeah. oh yeah yeah i am yeah. hey will you sign my cap yeah. <laughs> well my family i have the same thing in my family you know our pops was in the air force you know and uh you know kurt and i were both born in texas because i was born in uh amarillo and kurt was born in wichita falls because there were air force bases there right uh. and our grandfather on our dad's side it was the same situation you know they Japanese, you know, I mean, Pearl Harbor happened, yeah, right, yeah. you know, and there was that wave of people that decided, you know, you know, fuck this, you know, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm getting involved, and our grandfather did, and he was a little bit older, you know, than, mm. than you know, a lot of the folks that gotten into it yeah. were, but he still went ahead and did that, and actually wound up, oddly enough, he was from Omaha, right, and was involved with the D-Day invasion, right, and landed on Omaha Beach, right? oh, wow. <laughs> and then wound up getting blown up. You know? oh, and but he lived. He, he lived. Okay. But he, he went into a, a, a grandfather. His name was Glenn. Glenn Kirkwood. He went into a he went into a fucking uh, mortar hole. You know that had already been made. Yeah. Him and his like platoon. You know, like the the dudes with him, right? Just yeah, yeah. His close buddies, the guys. They all went in there. Motherfucking, here comes another fucking mortar. Right? Boom! Blows it. Wow. Blows it all up. Everybody else in there died except him. Wow. And he got real real fucked up you know and 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 uh you know like uh you know lost his hearing in one ear had a plate in his head had a plate in his back you know and it was, it was you know played i mean it really really influenced him for the rest of his life but uh. I, I rarely mention this but one of the great regrets of my life was i i had this uh we kind of called him boring uncle bill and i i'm bill too but um I did not know until much later because I had seen some film footage. He landed the landing crafts going up 
all the Japanese islands. Oh, yeah. And about six months before he passed away, I started talking to him about it. And basically, one of the reasons he was kind of boring Uncle Bill is because, like, what he'd seen, he didn't want to talk about. Right. And he was telling me, like, I mean, that was really, it was pretty horrific, you know, like dropping, you know, he's, he, he actually said that they used to have a, like, a, a mathematical calculation like the first wave, like so, so many percentage of them were going to die. Yeah. The next wave, so many percentage. And then there were slightly winter, less, slightly and then, less. And then when there were enough of them, then they got up and went to fight the Japanese. Right. You know, it's just like, so if you survived right. landing on the beach, right. then you got up <laughs> yeah. and ran forward. It's like, and he was the guy dropping them off. And, you know, he said that, like, he knew that some of the people he was dropping off. They weren't going to make it back. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Well, go, well, good on you. You know, good on you, Brian, for yeah, fucking... Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's I, good. Because that's some shitty shit. I mean, obviously, there's, you know, there's a lot of complexities that go into politics, definitely. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, And we, you know, uh, have played a part. You know, America ain't fucking, you know, un... You know, we're not perfect. No, you know? absolutely. No, not perfect. No. But but fuck you too, you know. You, yeah. you fucking hit me, and I'm fucking hitting you back, you know. And good yeah. on you, man. Good on you, right well, here, right thanks, there, brother. Thanks, man. And, you, and, know? you know, I mean, it's and I tell people too. It's like, you know, who the military doesn't do anything unless the elected leaders do something. Exactly. So right. if people complain, well, you're just in the military, and they're you doing this. Right. Oh no. Right. Who'd you vote for? Right. You know what I mean? Because that's who. That's how it's set up in this right. country is that the elected officials Same direct the, mil right. the military doesn't do nothing if they don't tell them to. So, right. you know, I, 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 when I came in, Bush was president, you know, and now Obama's president. And who knows who will be, you know, president uh, next few years. And it's, you know, that's kind of a little bit scary if you see some of these guys some up these there. Guys are a bit you know, like I'm having some, some second you thoughts. You think thinking about getting out now? I don't know. You know, <laughs> but, you know? But, uh, but I do trust. I do even even how crazy stupid this country is right now. And you see the, you know, the what people are watching on TV, you know, just like keeping up with the Kardashians or whatever when there's all this other stuff. You know, that's what people care about. You know, I do trust in the, in what, this country's built on that you know the people will figure it out you know that that, that they will vote the right person in you know maybe they'll make a mistake maybe they'll just have to make a course correction or whatever but i do trust in the system well it's a beautiful i mean the the the, the, the ideals that the country were founded on yeah are, are fucking wonderful you Absolutely. know they really are you know i mean and those are those guys that put the thing together i mean just the idea of starting your own country is such a balls thing right you know, and it wouldn't be easy to do now, you know, in a way. It would be really hard to, you know, like go, we're, we're taking over, the, when, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and start your own country. And I mean, it happens. New countries manage to happen occasionally here and there. But, you know, but definitely the ideas that the, this country were founded on are, are, are some of the, just like, I don't know, coolest ideas it's that cool, yeah. people have managed to get to. Yeah, you know? and I just, you know, we, we kind of get away from them sometimes, but I'm just, you know, I'm, I know it's there. We got the seed right there, and it's just, you know, and through and through, I mean, I, I still think it's, you know, greatest country in the world. I mean, I don't want to sound corny or whatever, but, you know, that's that's what I, I feel, man. And, and, you know, and one of the things that makes makes it easy for me to, like, you know, 
and I don't even need to get to like the greatest country in the world. I think that what this place is, is like, this is the country that's made up of people from fucking everywhere. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, I mean, not to, you know, obviously the Native Americans were here first, right? Absolutely. And you know, one of the first, you know, and yeah. And, and yeah. sorry, they got yeah, they started, genocide. Yeah. Yeah, right? They just bad deal. You know, them, yeah. and that's how it, you know, the imperial part of the fucking last few yeah. centuries were, yeah. right? But then the, what it grew into was an amalgam of, you know, people from everywhere, you know, and the best ideas that we could possibly get to in terms of, like, what the fuck, how do you get along, how do you, you know, what do you believe in and whatnot, you know, and, and definitely, you know, we keep, keep slugging along, and, and, and yeah. you just hope that, somebody else said it really well about, you know, sending our young men and women into conflict, you know, and, like, Make it worth fucking while, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Yeah, and that's the thing. And, and you know, when I was in Afghanistan. I mean, I we were working with with some good people over there. You know, some good Afghanis, some good people from all around the world. Um, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Because you know, there's that the the Australian guy at the skate park there. Did you skate in Afghanistan? I did skate in Afghanistan, but I did not skate at that park because that was off limits. But. Every time I saw an empty pool, I'm sure pulled, pulled the fucking convoy over and checked that motherfucker out. Can I ask you a question? Do you love the smell of napalm in the <laughs> <Yeah>. morning? <laughs> no, they didn't use napalm, but, uh, but all the pools there were square. Uh-huh. So I saw some beautiful pools. The pools are square. Yeah, yeah the, bottom, the, bottom, the bottom was square. You know, that, that doesn't seem to stop you before. Though. No, no, that, yeah. Like angle, I say, I'm, the tease, I'm, like, yeah, no, kiss yeah. me, kiss me, or I'm gonna do it. <laughs> but, but what happened was uh, there was a uh, there was an Afghan base we used to go to. I used to, I used to kind of I'd be in charge of this this group, and I always I drove on all the convoys, even if it was National Kill Americans Day. I would be like, I'm driving this one because I don't trust any of these other idiots to do it. So I'm going to lead my guys. I'm going to take them out. So so we always went out to this one. Balls, Brian. Balls. Brian. Right, you know, and then we always do on the way back, there was this French French uh, camp and we would always stop there for lunch and they had like the full on like souffle and stuff like that for lunch. Nice. But anyway, so so we went to this one, this one Afghan base all the time and uh, I made friends with the commandante of the security. Dude couldn't speak English for crap, but I had a translator to interpret it with me. And we'd go in there and we would just make friends and, you know, bring little gifts or whatever and have some tea, have our three cups of tea and some biscuits. Really nice guy. And every time we went there, we'd go there and hang out and, you know, talk about whatever. And so finally, uh, the last week I was there, I had noticed that there were some, some banks right outside the barracks for these Afghan guys. And I said, hey, I brought my skateboard. Would it be okay if we went and skated on this dog? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. So we get in this, uh, we get in this another convoy to go out there, and he's he's in the front. He's got a Toyota pickup with a friggin' fifty cal cal in the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> right? like, I got my guys in the back, and uh, we're driving up, the, and we drive right past the thing that I wanted to hit him on. And I'm not can't punk at him, tell him to turn down. He doesn't speak English, so he just keeps on going, and we go through this area with all these burnt out Soviet tanks and stuff, like upside down and. Shit had gone on. We start going up this hill, and I'm okay. So he takes me at the top of this hill. (laughs) Here you go. There you go, my friend. (laughs) You make for skating. You go. You go skateboarding. So so we go, and I'm following the guy, the pickup with the fifty, 
And my guys are one. I got one of my guys. He's filming it. It's sitting down with the the back down on the, on the Afghan truck. My other guys are driving, and you know, like windy road in daylight, so I don't have that problem with the night. And everything's cool. I'm zooming along. You know, not too fast, twenty five something like that. You know, start picking up some speed, and then we come to where there's these Jersey barriers, which are like the they're the uh, about five foot concrete walls that you see on the side of the freeway. Right, right, right. Right, but what they did was they put put a kind of like a maze. Right, so you gotta go zing zang zing. So you gotta zing zang. So dude, the Afghan dude just slams on the brakes. I'm like right behind him. I'm like, oh motherfucker. You know, what am I gonna do? I mean again it's a age old problem. You know? it is, it's <laughs> a skateboarding at, at, yeah. at its core. Do I crash Whoa. into the four, five foot <laughs> concrete thing? Do I crash in the back of the gun or, or do, do I, I suck fifty millimeter? <laughs> yeah. But there was a gap of about like two feet between the truck and the concrete wall, and I just threaded the needle. <laughs> I've seen you skate. I've seen you skate. I believe. I believe that. I believe that. And that's it's fucking. Jesus Christ, dude, that is so fucking badass. It was fun, man. Remember I, how punk rock used to be kind of scary? How like people yeah. be chucking themselves around and shit. Yeah. But goddamn, the world is a fucking big crazy ass place. So yeah. do you, do you think? Let's see here. Let me think. I mean. There's hope, right? Oh, there's total. I mean, I think, you know, there's people are, people are great. You know, everywhere you go, you talk to people. Even if you talk to people that are, you know, one side. I don't want to get political. And it's also because I mentioned the Navy. I don't want to. Right, right, right. You can't endorse one or the other. But whatever side you talk to, right, there's your idiots. But there's good people even in the side that you think is crazy. You know what I mean? There's good people everywhere, and we just got to come together. I mean, the freaking problem with the world right now is that you're too divided. That's the problem is, you know, you got conservatives hating liberals, Christians hating Muslims, Muslims hating Jews, black hating white, you know, or, I'm sorry, white hating everybody, you know, whatever it is. You know what white I mean? hating everybody. <laughs> you know, <there's, laughs> you know, That's my you know new T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a quick, so so when we, we toured one time, we had this Bob Cox. I don't know if you remember him. He was a tall guy. He was our drummer for a while. Rest in peace, Bob. But uh, we were in Texas one time, and there were some skinheads out in the parking lot mm-hmm. giving people a hard time, you know, whatever. And Bob walks past this guy, and the dude's got a shirt that says white power on it. Bob fucking grabs the guy, bah, slams him up against the wall, lifts him up, and goes, that better mean laundry detergent. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was all, I can't stand those guys. But I mean, we gotta all get together. You know, I mean, we all just if we if, if we come together and stop just being petty over bullshit, I think there's hope for us. If we keep dividing and keep these people out, and you know, oh, this person's a whatever, you know. And, and don't you think? Here's what I think. That's why I got into playing fucking music, right? Yeah. It's because I decided that I couldn't change other people, but I could change myself, right? And I could get, I could do a thing that wasn't anti anything, you know. Yeah. It was only pro, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just like fucking climbing up on your fucking board and scooting down a hill, right? Yeah. That ain't any nothing. It's anti your fucking flesh when you <laughs> fall off the fucking thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's 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 not. It's just a, a pro thing, you know. And it's why I got into fucking music, and you know, it's just yeah, you know. And it's a beautiful thing to be able to sit here. Well, and that's what you know. That's yeah. what Phoenix. That's what I liked best about Phoenix, the punk rock scene, was there was no, you know, we were kind of the hardcore, you guys, I don't know what you, I still don't know what you guys are, it's <laughs> your own thing, man, it's beautiful, yeah. you know, and you have, uh, you know, 
Lucy Lamode and Killer Pussy. Some city girls. Some city girls. Beaters, consumers, on and on. International language. You just got all this weird, you know, you got art rock, you got teenage intimate nurses in bondage, you got the meat puppets, you got skateboard, you know, punk rockers. And, and we all just did our thing, man. We all coexisted. It was great. And I think in a way that it was almost kind of like a, uh, kind of like a, like a, um, possibly, I don't know, this is just, you know, fucking, you know, I, I've been eating a lot of guacamole while we've been talking some little bit, you know, out there on the, on the green. But, you know, there... It was that lack of a specific viewpoint, you know what I mean, that allowed everybody to come together and their viewpoints could all kind of co, you know, coexist together, right? Because there wasn't any one particular way to be, you know. And somehow, if people could get to that on the planet, you know, yeah, and, and you know, and and I don't know, you know, yeah, we're not going to get there by by just dividing more and saying these people can't come in or you're that you're you're a so and so, so I'm not going to listen to anything you say. I mean, that's where we're going wrong, right? Yeah, there's some goofy shit going on these yeah. days. There's yeah, some real it's, goofy it's, shit. Yeah. You know, with people that are potentially going to be in power, you know, I mean, there's oh, this kind yeah. of stuff that's going on that's just, and then especially, this, you know, I mean, not to get too political about this stuff, but it absolutely seems to be playing into the power, into the hands of people that I've, you know, you, you'd think you wouldn't necessarily want to play into the hands of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. People that seem kind of fucked know, to united me. United we stand, divided we fall. You know? And that's really, you know... What and and this place has always been, you know, bring us your fucking hurt, your fucking huddled masses, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, and that, that comes from a place of just understanding, I don't know, you know, of, of just going... I can take it. Let's figure it out. Let's figure it out together. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's kind of cheese ball. Yeah, I, and I couldn't live my life in fear, man. No way. So no I'm fucking not, way in fear. No. So no, no, definitely not. not. You know? And 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 uh, and you obviously haven't. And obviously, I mean, Jesus Christ. I've my moments. <laughs> you own 55 miles an hour on a skateboard. Well, got, what's the choice? A glass or a ball or a fucking brick ball? Only if he doesn't get a kiss. That's um <laughs> Well, this has been really great having you. Absolutely. Um, Bill's the producer. This is producerial shit right good. here. He's doing but, some good, yeah. yeah. Uh, really quick. So, JFA still plays? We do, yeah. We're uh, we're actually playing at the Viper Room. Uh, I think it's the 22nd of January, 30th maybe. We're playing the Viper Room with uh, with a bunch of cool bands. Awesome. Uh, we're playing uh, Santa Ana, the Yost Theater, February 22nd, I think that's the 22nd, with uh, Reagan Youth and uh, Fucking Bill Repute. It's just like all the cool ladies, man. And we, the the Viper Room, we never played there, so it's kind of cool to play there. But that's a 21 and over show. But it's a, good, it's a good group of bands, so I think it'll be a good show. But our best shows are, are the all-ages shows, because those kids, man, they just still, it's still the same, Fucking like eight. at the Mad Garden. Fucking you know, with pe- Crazy little fuckers. Yeah, yeah. Right? All you see, yeah. like, wing! Yeah, the older guys, they just want to check it out and don't want to spill their drinks, you know right. what I mean? But and the rest of it is like, <laughs> yeah. assholes and elbows. Yeah, we, we played this, I'll show, me, I'll show you this right here, but uh, we got a, uh, we did a record, it was called uh, All In, and the picture on it is from this place we played, it was a, a, a ramp warehouse, uh, it was a warehouse with ramps in it. So then, and they, they, the ramps were built off the floor. So uh, I'll take the plastic off. Um, you got a little. It's okay, man. I'm gonna tell why you're why you're opening that. I'm gonna tell you a story. Yeah. Off mic. Oh. I'll tell you later. Okay. I'll all right. Tell you all right. Let me tell you. So let me tell you. So what it was was 
the, these ramps were like six foot, eight foot deep, right? <laughs> they were six foot, eight foot deep, but they weren't deep. They were built off the ground. Right. Okay. So the top of the ramp was six feet, eight feet off the ground. Well, then on top of that six feet, eight feet was about a four foot rail. So you didn't fall off the motherfucker. So we're playing on the floor and just jamming out. And dudes are climbing up on these rails and dive doing... 12, 15 foot stage dives into the crowd while we're playing. Dudes are like flying across the room, like 20 feet out and 15 feet down, just like beautiful leaps. I mean, I, I thought I was hallucinating, like just seeing this stuff out of the corner, like dudes flying. And it was just crazy, man. And, you know, nobody got hurt. Don got kind of freaked out. But yeah, if you look at the front of the back of this, uh, this uh, oh, and if you get the vinyl, you, you can look at the faces of some of these people in the crowd and like some of them see it coming and some of them are just like they don't even know what's about to hit them that that's mad fucking rules but yeah we try not we try to keep things safe you know but <laughs> yeah but uh no that's the thing so we try to play all ages shows as much as possible but that i'll also have drinks we try to get it both ways so, well very good yeah uh, bitching, man. Well, tell Donald I said fucking hey. Yeah. Thanks like a motherfucker oh, yeah. for coming down. Stoked, man. Fucking. We haven't got to talk a lot, so I, I just I'm just looking forward to just hanging out with you. For yeah, a man. Time, so Very like, fucking swell, and that yeah. we're both still here, and fucking years have melted away, and still playing, and. Yeah. So this one, let me tell you real quick. So this one is it's called All In, and it's um. God maybe you guys damn. should play this. Maybe I'll, I don't know if you can, but if not. So we did a song called I Hate Johnny D. Uh -huh. And and <laughs> it was about everyone that Don hated, like all the fake people and then the new wave and the stuff that just wasn't real to him. There's a picture of Johnny D. Yeah, yeah. So, so for this record, this, this All In is a uh, tribute album to us. And I called Johnny D and I asked him if he would do a song on it because he had his band, Johnny D and the Moose Dicks, and they did a song in answer to I Hate Johnny D called I Hate JFA. <laughs> and that's right there on that album, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, we wish you, man. <laughs> Fuck, and Brian. What a treat, man. Oh, man, stoked. What a treat. Th th see, that's what's bitching about my little talk show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get to hang out with people and talk about different kinds of stuff. And it's always really kind of a fucking swell for me when it's people that I've known for a long time. And, you know, and it, it just, it's, it's an, an outlet for like the years that we've, you know, been at this kind of stuff just to just to talk about it a little bit and put it on tape, you know? Love and it. now with the advent of the fucking modern world, you know, it'll, like, live on in infamy. So, yeah. love you, brother. Love you, bro. Thanks, man. Stoked to do it.